Welcome to the Churchmount Sheepdogs podcast. In this series, I interview handlers and experts from Ireland and indeed from all over the world. And the aim of the series is to spark new ideas for training and trialing for the listener as a result of these conversations. The series is in part sponsored by Away With Dogs, a new sheepdog trial YouTube series. And you can find out more on awaywithdogs.co.uk. I had a blog post on my website a while back about round pen training and uh, it got quite a good response so I decided to ask Tony Rowe for an interview because Tony, he basically gave me any ideas I had to do with using a round pen. The following is a, an interview with Tony but I'd just like to say first, in Ireland we have, a, we have a phrase and it goes, every cripple has his own way of walking. So, you know, maybe you're a round pen fan, maybe you're a square pen fan, maybe you like starting in the big field, or, or like fellas used to say to me years ago, tie the young dog to the old dog, and the old dog will teach the young dog how to work. Whatever idea you have, uh, this this is just about round pen training, and it's Tony's ideas, and uh, I hope you find something useful in it. So, Tony, I see you with uh, I see you with some very young dogs. You showed me videos in Holland originally there, and like I was amazed at the kind of, I don't know, the sort of work you could get out of a dog six, seven, eight months old. I saw you doing, you know, lovely bits of outruns and driving and things like that. And you explained to me that you started with a round pen. And, like, sure, I didn't know. How would you use a round pen for teaching outruns and driving and all these kind of things? Can you tell us, uh, like, of what sort of, what, what age do you start training these pups, Tony, that you, you get them so quick, like? Well, I sort of start them off at about 16 weeks of age. I uh, tend to take them out on the front lawn, on a long line. Uh, get them to stand uh, or lie down, both commands really, and then uh, call them into me, pet them down. So that by the time they're going to the round pen, this is ever before they've gone to a round pen, and so they just know they're stand, they lie down, and they're recall. I probably do this. It usually only takes twenty minutes, half an hour, but I'll probably do it three or four times in that first day. And then I'll give them a day off and then, then uh, just just carry it on. Uh, then I take them to a round pen. And Tony, like, what age do pups typically start working? Like, I'd be thinking, you know, a bit of a pup there, sure, he might take a run with the sheep. And sure, I'd be thinking, oh, that's great, he'll work, we'll leave him there for six or nine months. Like, when do you find that they start getting really interested in doing something? Well, I mean, it, it always depends on the pup. But, I mean, the thing is, is, You've got to make these first experiences on a round pen fun that the pups are really enjoying. Um, sometimes I'll take an, a, an older dog with me, send them around the sheep, uh, and encourage the pup just to run around the sheep, just to run around the pen. I'm in the pen, just pushing the sheep around, and you'll find in no time at all those pups suddenly realise, oh, this is a good time. You know, when, when, when you start these puppies off, it is all about making it fun for them. You know, they've got a lot of uh, energy pups. And you, you know, it's just putting it to a good use, really. And, like, what do you do? Do you let them into the pen or outside of the pen, or what do you do with them? Well, I keep the pups on the outside of the pen. Uh, the, the idea of that is, is that, uh, you know, they're very small. You know, they're very, very young. They're very impressionable. And you, what you're really trying to, uh, what I'm really trying to create is, is, just getting that pup to, uh, you know, there's no pressure on it whatsoever at any time. Just to learn to balance the sheep to me 
in the, on the outside of the pen. I don't want the pup in the pen. I don't want it injured. I don't want it stressed. Uh, you know, and I don't want the sheep being attacked, you know, even by a pup. You know, I mean, it, it's one of those things that uh, you just let that pup play until it until it starts to understand, until it starts to balance. And you would be surprised just how quick that is, usually within a week or two. And and the thing is, Paddy, is, is when you go out with those, it's recognising instantly when a pup's had enough. The fact that it wants to keep going, it, that that's good, but take it away. I mean, five, ten minutes to start off with is absolutely fine just playing. Yeah. When they start to balance, just keep that going a little bit longer, no more than twenty minutes max. Yes. And then uh, you know, and then I take them away. Sounds like you're you're teasing them into it, nearly. You're making them into little drug addicts there, getting them keen for work, and when they're when they're enjoying it there, before you overcook them there, you take them away and and leave them hungry to come back for more. That's exactly the point. That is just what you want. You want them keen. So when I open that pen. They bolt by me to get, you know, really <laughs> yeah. bolt by me to get to the pen. And, uh, you know, and that's just what, I, you know, it's just what I'm asking for. And so it, it all starts sorry. off, sorry for interrupting you, Tony, but like it all starts off lovely and positive and the pup is calling the shots and he's the boss and he's the man. How do you, this is a bit I don't really understand, how do you start to introduce, like, you know, it is training, so how do you start to introduce a bit of discipline and, you know, corrections or whatever we like to call it, how do you start to bring that into it? The fun game, like right. Well, once they're balancing, uh, you know, the, and, and that's all I'm asking to do is just to balance to me. From when I had them out on the lawn and I taught them taught them to stand and lie down in a recall. Oh yes, that's when I reintroduced the stop. Yes. So it's just stop, move myself to one side away, let them go. Don't try and put a stop back on them. As soon as they've reached the point of balance, just stand walk the other way. These are really young puppets. You've got to be very, very careful with them. Not not careful because they're, you know, it's just that they're impressionable. They soak up information. And uh, so it's just a stop. And then gradually, I just put the sides to it. Yes. And uh, you'll find, you know, that, um, you know, within a week or two, you know, you're, you're, you know they really learn. And, you know, there's, there's, there's two, two thoughts on it. One is, is if I've got a lot of pups to train, uh, I can put those sheep in the paddock. I can in in the pen. I can. They can be there, you know, with a bucket of water. They can be there the best part of the day. To be honest, um, you know, I do change them over, obviously. But I mean, you you you, you can use many many pups on those same sheep. Yes. So you know, you're not tiring the sheep out. They're not stressed at all. You're taking the pups away at the correct time. They're not stressed at all. Everyone's keen. And that way, I can have these pups out three, four times a day. You told um, me, you told me, Tony, that that was the secret, and and a few people have told me that. And my old coach years ago, Norman Deacon, used to be saying he'd take him out in the morning, he'd take him out at lunchtime, maybe he'd take him out at four o'clock, and he was retired, and uh, and and taking him out for lots of short intervals. That really seems to be, really seems. Well, you told me that's the secret there that they just absorb and absorb. Well, they do, they do, and you know, you you. You know, you've got to remember, you you mustn't put any pressure on them. That's that's one of the secrets, is you don't need to put pressure on them. They're doing nothing wrong. They can't get into any trouble. All they've got to learn to do is to stand still, and and then, you know, as you drift around the, the, the pen, and just to put their sides to them. You know, and as they become, well, let's say a little bit older, 
you know, within a few weeks, you know, they're all on their sides. And, you know, I'm quite happy to that. Then I'll sort of not put pressure on them, but I'll just ask them a little bit more. Yes, that's, 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 a, that's a nice phrase, Tony, that just to ask for a little bit more. You want a little bit more for your money. But all this time, they're on the outside of the pen up to this point, are they? Well, I mean, you know, so many people that have come around here and they see, you know, these pups, uh, you know, really performing well. The thing is, is some people will do it and after, I don't know, after a while the pups are, uh, seem to be doing what they're told uh, and they think that's it. Yes. I'll do it until it becomes second nature to them. Yes. When I give, and I train word and whistle at the same time. Yes. Uh, you know, I go straight for it, word and whistle, and they they seem to. I've never had a pup uh, a pup with a problem with that. Yes. So you know, one 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 session I'll just use word. Next session I'll just use whistle. Yes. But I keep it there until it becomes second nature. Now, as these pups, you know, they're obviously they're growing all the time. You know, by the time that you know you you've, you've had them out there for a month, they're probably ready now to go on the inside of the pen yes. because they'll know their stop. They'll know their whistles and they know their sides completely. Then I'll have them in the pen because they'll be that much stronger that they and they also understand what you're asking them now. Yes. And then it's a question of just pushing them off. And another thing that I really like about training young dogs in a round pen, there are no corners. Yes. They always have to have to go around the fence. So you'll find later on, when you start going in the field, you rarely see these pups holding sheep up against the fence. Yes. You see it so many times, you know, where, where a young dog's very, very good dog. As soon as the sheep go up to the up to the fence, really doesn't know how to go around the back of them. With round pen training, they seem to have no problem with this. So even in the corner, they go straight around the back of them because that's what they've done all their life. Yes, yes. You you impressed on me very much. And I see it there now. I saw it now that I own CVD and I see it when I hear other good handlers talk. You impressed very much on me about just continually sticking to the pattern and and doing things consistently and repetitively and that it just becomes ingrained in the dog and like you said not 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 to let them learn how to do it wrong in the first place no i mean uh, the other thing paddy is when you know when you're taking a dog into a in, into a round bed i put them on the lead and right from the word go they're learning their outruns yes. because i'll have the dog on <laughs> I'll, I'll face the round pen i'll be six ten foot away from it dog on my right hand side I'll tell it away. Off it goes around the back to the point of balance. That's all I ask. Next yes. time, I'll go. I'll send it come by. So oh. right from the word go, they're automatically, and they don't even know they're doing it. Yes. They just go to the right or they go to the left because they've been set up on that side for me. And, uh, you know, they take it really well. And as the dog gets older, you know, I go further back. You know, but I do insist then that they stay to that side. Yes. I might even put a, you know, a small line on them, yes. just if I find one will cross, just to pull him out and let him go around the back and, and, and there. And you'll find that um, when you come off the round thing, and then I usually go to the smaller paddock, uh, when they come off it, I, they rarely don't, you know, just, just cast out because that's all they've ever done from a youngster. Never known anything different. So, you know, it's, it's what do I say, it becomes second nature to them. Well, let me interrupt you, Tony, for a second. One thing I love about you, Tony, there is that round pen or no round pen, you're always getting value for your money. 
So when you're walking out, you're you're always you're, I don't know you're always training, and so when you're walking out to the round pen, you're already setting the dog up to to get him into that pattern of which way he's going to leave you on his outrun, and so you're already milking something out of it on the way to the round pen. That's that's one of the things I really like about you, Tolly. When you're from the time you take the dog out of the out of the pen or out of the jeep, he's he's in training. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that, 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 that's kind of his face, but I mean, it is. It is uh, It is just one of those things, but it's just repetitive. And, you know, you, why, you know, people do poo-poo the idea a bit, you know, that, uh, oh, you know, I like this. And, and, and that's good, you know. I mean, we're, we all do our own things. I mean, you know, I think people that have just got one dog, I mean, most people only train a dog when they want one for themselves. Yes, yes. Um, you know, unlike me, you know, I might have five, six pups here, you know, at different ages that I want to move on. Uh, you know, in their training. Uh, so I find this, for me, you know, there's no sheep tearing off across the field with a dog hanging on it. Oh, yes, I know, know the picture. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I've been there. You know, I've been there. You know, I, I was in... So I saw a round pen many, many years ago, you know, and, and older dogs on it, and I thought, you know, you could you, you could do more with this. And, uh, you know, I've played with it over the years. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it... Um, for me, uh, I've trained... Hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of dogs on these round pens, and you know, it, the other the other good side about it is, as these pups get get older, you know, you, and and you you start to introduce respect and discipline. Yes, and it's not a question. You know, these pups have done nothing wrong. Yes. you know, you know, they, they've never been scolded or anything no, because they didn't. You've, ne- you've never had a fight yet. Yeah. No, so you've never fallen out with the dog, you know, by telling it off or this, that, and the other. Um, you know, so you start to get this respect and discipline. And the other thing is, is you know, you start to see a dog's ability. Yes. You know, at a very young age. Yes. You know, you, yes. You would be surprised. Some, you know, you know, some dogs are going to make, you know, great dogs. Others are going to be good dogs. Yes. You know, and, and so you 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 get to. Um, you get to see this as this pup grows, and, it, and it's really, it's really good. I, you know, I, I come in all the time. I say, "Well, come and have a look at this dog." You know, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, you know, I love it. Just let, let me interrupt you there now. One thing, and we'll just get back to the round pen for a second. Uh, like when I met you first and all, and you were explaining to me about the round pen, I was kind of, I was, as you say, poo-pooing the idea a little bit. I just train them my way. But obviously, after talking to you for a couple of days, I soon saw the benefits. But one thing that stuck out to me that I just, I just I never even thought about is that that we could train outruns and driving and shedding and everything you'd want to put into a dog. We can start to put the principles in. You just quickly explain to people there, like because I was kind of thinking, how the hell do you teach him to drive it around pain? Can you just quickly explain <laughs> how you get that principle into the dog? Right. When when a dog, you know, for, for me, this is. When I, uh, you know, the dog is now on its side, it's on word and whistle, it's been in the pen, it's now, now's now to keep off the pen. Sometimes I make the pen a little bit larger, but I don't like them too big. Uh, you know, and the dog's lying down or standing on command, and then you're just walking around the pen and you're asking the dog to, to, to keep the sheep to it. Yes. Uh, and then I'll stop the dog and then send him around the other side. Now, when I want him to learn to drive, that first experience of driving needs to be a good one. Yes. It, you really, you know, you really don't want to be offending any dog 
on its first experience of driving, especially when they're so young. Yes. So what I usually do is I'll put three or four sheep in a pen and a couple on the outside. And you'll find that the, the, the two on the outside really want to stay close to the uh, to the two in the pen. Set the dog up on the outside, and I'll just say stand and let it walk on the sheep around yes. and round on the outside in a circle. I'm in the pen. Yes. I'm, I'm not going to do the dog. And it'll just be stand, walk on, word and whistle at the same time. Then I'll stop the dog and then ask it to go right the way around the other side of the pen, which is why I say you don't want them too large. Yes. Uh, and then pick the sheep back up. And I'll do that for probably a week. And you'll find that its first experiences of driving, it doesn't, it's, it's a good thing. What I like it is, is you see, you quite often see dogs when people are handling them and their dogs are looking over their shoulder at yes, the handlers. Yes, yes, the there's nothing worse yet. Well, this, you're in eyesight of this dog all the time. Yeah. And then when I go from here into a field, the, the same principle stands. I yes. teach the dog to drive in a circle ever between, before I teach it to drive away from me. Yeah. And I make the circle bigger and bigger and bigger. That dog can see you all the time. There's yeah. no need for it to look at you. Yes, yes. No, Once again, uh, it becomes a major. Well, when you told me the first day, oh, I used the round pen to teach driving, I was thinking, oh, that's bullshit now. But when, <laughs> when, then when you explain it, I get it in two seconds, I go, oh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> well, yeah, no, well, uh, I have to credit you with that one, Tony. All those ideas I have at the round pen, they all looked a little bit confusing at the start. And when you explain them, then oh, they're all mine now. Yeah, I, I know. I learned how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I put I, I, I put on purpose a, a couple of uh, short clips of uh, very, very young dogs doing outruns for them, you know, yes. just before this issue. Yes. Uh, and a couple of them just starting to drive in an open field. Yes. Uh, just just to, 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 to show, you know, the proof of the puddings in the eating. Yes, and, uh, and and you can see it. Of course, you've been here and you've seen no, it. I've seen, so you, you've seen it a hundred times. You know, yeah. but um, you know, it, 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 it's just it's just a jigsaw. Yeah. And what you're doing is is you're starting these dogs off, and it's a jigsaw. You're asking them to, and don't overcrowd a pup with t- trying to get it to do too much at one time. Stick with one job until it does it properly. Yes, if you know, and it's most important. You know, as I say. People get bored with it. I don't. Yes. Uh, people get bored with it and think, oh, this pup's doing it fine. It is, but it could do it better. Yes. Once it's done it, when it's doing it to your, your complete satisfaction, then move on to the next element. So that, and don't be afraid to take the pup back. If, it, if, it's, if, it, if you feel that the pup is, uh, or the, it's a youngster now, it's not really a pup, but I mean, you know, if you feel that it's perhaps, uh, a little out of its depth. Go back. Just go back to what you was doing before. Uh, you know, re you know, re bring that uh, energy and uh, and understanding back to it, uh, and you'll find that it, it it'll go forwards again. You know, it's it's not um it's not rocket science, or I wouldn't be able to do it. That's for sure. <laughs> well, at, <laughs> at the same time, Tony, I think there's an important thing there. Like you said there, you know, if the dog is not doing it right, don't be afraid to go back to the round pen. Like. You might say it's, it's not rock and size, so you couldn't do it. But the other side of it, I think, is important is that, uh, and it's not for every handler, but some people have ego that sort of gets in their way and they, they think, I should be further along with this dog and we should be better and all. And, like, it's important to just, like, I see you, like, that never gets in your way. And I think it's, it's just a thing that people want to be aware of, that don't let, ever let your ego interfere with you there because it's only costing you. No, absolutely right. And the other thing is, is don't get stressed. 
you know, don't if, 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 if it's a bad session or if you think that the pup once, as I say, it's recognising when a pup's had enough, or yeah. it's tired, or they've done another. You never let them go that long that they're, they're getting bored with it. As soon as you see anything that's not quite right, and you get to recognise it after a while, yes. put that pup away. Yeah, uh, and get another one. Uh, so that when it comes back, it's always good, and it never hurts. You know, once they once they've started, you know, like a weekend. Well, they'll have the weekend off for certain. You know, because uh, I'll be trialing or whatever, yes. and um, you know, so rest away from it is also good, and and play. Still let them play. Let them go out and play with the other pups, and uh, and uh, you know, mature. I, I think that's good advice for anybody with a dog at any stage. When well, any stage of training. My old buddy Norman used to say to me that uh, he'd see me getting a little bit hot, and we'd be working, and I'd oh, be fairly forceful that time. And he'd say, Paddy, go over there and sit down on the stone and have a smoke there. And when you finish your cigarette, come back and we'll start again. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a good advice there. And I often think of it there. If things go a little bit wrong, just back off and we'll give it a little break and come back at it. Like. And, uh, yes, absolutely. And don't try, you know, I mean, you know, I, I've put uh, some videos on of pups out running for four, three, four hundred yards, taking their stock. When, when you know, uh, and people turn around and say, you know, and, I, and I've had people turn around and say to me, you know, some of these dogs, you know, you, you never see these young dogs do well later on. Well, you know, I tend to really disagree. I mean, I can give you just a couple of examples. Yeah. James McGee Silver, national winner at 17 months, supreme at 19 months, twice in the supreme <laughs> before he was three. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kevin P, supreme champion at two years old. Kenny Ross, winning trials at 15 months old, made the trials at 15 months old. Nigel Watkins, uh, Peg. Angie Driscoll's Pippi. That's just to name a few. I mean, I'm really impressed with these handlers. So it's van this week. You know, you've got to be impressed with their training and their handling. Yes. But, you know, they're not trying to take a young dog out and start training him. Yes, yes. You know, so why would anybody else? But this, you know, and they are extremely good trainers and handlers. Are, you know, of course they are. Well, that's, but, that's the beauty of handlers like those. They make me ask the questions. And like when I met you first and I saw you with these really good young dogs, you know, I'm saying, how? What am I not doing? What should I be doing? Uh, you know, what could I change that these? Well, obviously, I, you know, I'm no James McGee, but what what can I do that these people are doing that I can use to help myself? And that's of course when you started to explain to me that round pen was a fairly big key in it. Well, for you anyway. It is for me, uh, and I found that uh, dogs that uh, I've trained that perhaps aren't going to make you know, uh, say, quality trial dogs. Uh, you know, <laughs> when farmers have them off of me, they come out sometimes and they see a pup here six, seven months old, and I'll send it around the field and bring the sheep up and this, that, and that, and they go, God, that does more than my dog's ever done in its life. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, but it is important that, you know, you do, you know, and you can't stress it enough. Yeah. Don't push the pup too hard. Just work to its abilities. And yeah. that's the, that's, that's one of these secrets is, there's no pressure. The pups, it's all become second nature. And you really, at no time, do you need to put that pup under pressure. Yes. Um, you know, they once they reach 10, 11 months old, it's all in there. Everything's happening. You're working loose out in the field with the pup, probably from about six months old. And uh, you will have a lot of fun. There, there's, a lot a, of fun. there's a thing I want to ask you, Tony. Lots of people say, 
Yeah, so you told him all the stuff at the round pen and all, and yeah, and, and yeah, now you've got this push button dog and he's no initiative and he can't think for himself and all. What do you have to say to that? Or, or how do you, or like, I know you don't, obviously, when you go from round pen to training, you do other stuff after and all. But what do you say to those fellas there? Oh, you have an old machine there, Tony. Well, that's, that, that, that's just my point. That, that's, that, that is a really good, good thing to bring up because, because these dogs have had no pressure put on them, everything that you're doing on a round pen, all becomes natural ability. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, all you're doing is bringing out that natural ability. But if you're if you're going to stand there and you're going to keep uh, reprimanding the dog every time it makes a mistake and this that and the other, you know, you know, I see dogs and and I'm sure you know most people have. You know, you're never going to get. I, I would I would want respect from a dog, not fear. Yes. And, you know, these puppies are not fearful at all. Yes. Because, you know, they don't need to be. No. Now, when I take them, when I, when these pups come out there, they're not push-button, this, that, and the other. I, they go up on the moor. They go down on the fields. You know, they let, you know they've got to learn, you know, because I know, I know they know their stop and I know they know their sides and they can outrun them, this, that, and the other. You know, when they go out there, they have fun. Yes. And now that's the time. That's the time I allow them you know, to really bring out their own abilities in them. Because you've got to remember, these, these pups are only seven, six, seven, eight yes. months old. Yes. You know, I mean, you know, a lot of people, you know, they, they wouldn't even, you know, years ago, they wouldn't have even bothered starting a puppy until it was sort of 14, 15 months old. Well, my opinion is, why waste all that time? Yeah, stop talking. You know. Stop talking. You're talking about me there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but come here, you and I, so we could talk for days about this, and we have done. But uh, because it's an interview there, we, we better sort of finish it up. But just, I was wondering, like, we can't cover everything in a short interview. Have you, um, like, is there any one idea that you'd like to impart on people, if you could, on a, on, a, on a good aspiring trainer or somebody who's very enthusiastic about training dogs, if you could impart one idea on them, what would it be? Let the dogs have fun. Let these pups enjoy their training. Don't make it hard work for them. Uh, you know, in, introduce, introducing a dog to shoot dog training, it's got to be fun. It's got to be fun for you, uh, you know, and it's got to be more fun for the pup. And once they, once that pup's really enjoying its job, they just soak up that information and, and just really enjoy it. Uh, you know, some people are fearful of training. Don't be. It, it can be so much fun. And something like the round pen may not be for everybody. But if you're, especially if you're uh, new into it, always go to uh, somebody, you know, for advice. You know, never think, <coughs> excuse me, never think that you know it all. I certainly don't. Uh, but, you know, getting good advice from good people you know, using that ability of the pup and just enjoy some. Right. That's all you can say. Really. Thanks very much, Tony. Uh, it's been lovely talking to you this Sunday morning, and uh, I really hope people will find that helpful. It re you really helped me now, and you sort of transformed the way I train my dogs, and I start them a lot younger, and I get a lot more out of them now. So uh, it, it's been great to be able to hook up with you. Thanks very much, Tony, for that. You're very welcome. All the best to you. So thanks for listening. I hope this interview has sparked some new ideas for you. If you want to support Churchmen and to learn more about us and how we train dogs, you can become a Patreon subscriber over at our website at churchmansheepdogs.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube at Churchman Sheepdogs.